welcome to Fake Gamer Girls, the podcast with fake gamer girls who are girls and fake gamers and fake girls. Very fake. Very yes. fake. Not real. Um, I'm Erin. I'm Samantha. I'm Josie. <laughs> we always do this thing before the podcast where we talk about, you know, what order we're going to like present our stuff in, but we always forget <laughs> to establish what order we're going to introduce ourselves in. Oh my gosh. I just stared and I was like, why did she stop talking? And then I was like, oh wait, it's my turn to talk. Next week, I, that's, that would be so strange to be like, Iron. Anyway, <laughs> next week I'm going to introduce all three of us. I'm going to do different voices. Okay. Oh, okay. Actually, can you do that for me. the whole podcast? I'm just not yeah, going to show up and you can do us. my game. Yeah, too. Send, me, send me your notes and I think that'll okay. be fine. Okay, great. <laughs> but this week we are tackling $60 games uh, and which games are worth it or not worth it for the $60 price tag. Um, I think they're all Switch games, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So these are all games for the Nintendo Switch specifically. $60. Good or bad? Yeah, they Or if they aren't $60 now, they were when they came out. Sure, that's Or fair. when we bought them. Most of the time, Nintendo doesn't change their prices on yeah, the Nintendo a, store. But I know they, like, like, get resold and stuff. Yeah, like Amazon or Walmart, you might be able to get these at a slightly cheaper price. Yeah. All right. Take it away, Sam. Yeah, so... I am going to talk about a cult classic, uh, fan <laughs> favorite, if you will. Um, I'm talking about t- two games that are have extremely similar names. Um, and the first one is Super Mario Party. Woo! Let's go! Let's go! So <laughs> I'm literally partying right now. Yes. Oh, yes. Just thinking about it. In a super like... way. so um this game actually holds your applause because this one i'm going to talk about why it's actually not worth the 60 dollars oh so bad party horrible party no alcohol so (laughs) you're like 12 (laughs) So Super Mario Party is the first Mario Party that came out on the Switch. So it is the first of the Switch uh, capacity. (laughs) Um, And I was really excited when this game came out. I'm a huge fan of Mario Party. Um, I mean, Aaron and Josie and I and our brother, we played it a lot growing up. We played the GameCube versions of Mario Party. I think the earliest one I personally ever played was Mario Party 4. Yeah, Um, I think that that was the first one we owned. Yeah, but um, I think Mario Party 3 was on like the what's the one before the GameCube? N64. Yeah, the N64. You think one through three were on the N64, and then after that, it was GameCube, and then Wii, and then Wii U. So, anyway, I was super excited when Super Mario Party came out, um, and I'm going to talk about all of the reasons why you should not waste your money and the $60 <laughs> that this cost me to play. Um, the first thing about this game that is a bummer is, if you're familiar with the Switch, you know that they have Joy-Cons, which you can use either two of them to make a big controller or you can use a small one sideways as a really tiny controller 
And I think most people agree that using the tiny Joy-Cons as one controller is extremely difficult to do. It's maybe the worst thing it about sucks. the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. yeah, it's super hard. And that is actually the only way you can play on Super Mario Party. You can't, Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. You can't use two Joy-Cons to make one big controller. You have to play with a small Joy-Con. It's the only possible way. Hmm. Um, and so it makes it really frustrating when you got fat thumbs and... <laughs> when you have adult-sized hands. <laughs> normal human yeah. hands. Yeah, it's a huge bummer. Um, the other thing about this game is that there... So the premise of Mario Party, let me just get that, this out there, is that you are in Mario World or whatever. Mushroom and Kingdom. The Mushroom Kingdom, yes. And you are basically playing a virtual board game with your friends to collect stars. Um, and so there's different boards that you can play on, but along the way you have to play mini games, which are, you can do like free for all or 1v3 or 2v2, um, different types of mini games to collect coins. You need coins to buy stars. Um, and whoever has the most stars at the end of the game wins. So it's basically like a virtual board game in a lot of ways, but there's different things that you can also do um, in the game usually. Like you can just play the mini games if you want, or mm -hmm. they have different things that you can do. So there's like challenge modes that you can do. Yeah. And so, of like side mini games. Yeah, exactly. And Super Mario Party, you know. I think one of the things that I was excited about was there is a lot of different modes of play, but I think all of them basically fell short in a couple different ways. <laughs> it's okay. So, you can say it. They <laughs> they're horrible. Yeah, they're not they're great. Bad. So the first thing is the actual Mario Party, which is like the main mode of play. The boards on it are tiny. They are so small. There's like 20 Remind spaces. Me, like, give me an example of one of the boards because I don't remember them. So, like, there's one where you are getting, like, like, like smashed by those things uh, <laughs> that smash you. Yeah, yeah. the swamps. Or there's, like, the golden Kamek board or whatever. There's a couple okay. different boards. They're honestly so unmemorable that I could well, probably... Well, I was going to say, I played this game so many times, and I'm like, I don't even know what you're referring to Dang. right now when you say that. Yeah, there's like the two, there's like the fruit board or whatever, but they're all just super tiny. <laughs> the fruit board. You know, the fruit board. <laughs> the famous... <laughs> charcuterie board um <laughs> my favorite mario party board <laughs> the charcuterie mario party. cheese board yeah the cheese board <laughs> um but anyway the thing about these boards on this one is that they're so small there's hardly any spaces and you can go around the board super quick it's just not exciting there's not anything really cool or new about them they're small and i played this a lot with my friends michael and megan and the thing that's Shout out to Michael and Megan. Um, the thing that's super frustrating about Super Mario Party, the first of the Switch, <laughs> is that um, it's really heavily favored to whoever gets to go first. Like, it's really hard to win if you're not mm -hmm. the first person to go, which is not necessarily how the other Mario Parties are. They're not super heavily favored. Of course, there's going to be some luck and if you go first or last or something like that, which is just a random sure. dice roll. But I felt like in Super Mario Party, it was super heavily favored. So that was super frustrating. See, he's going to win right from the get-go. Yeah. 
Um, the other thing that they tried to do in Super Mario Party was they tried to um, assign special dice to each character, which are completely mm-hmm. arbitrary. Um, and they're kind of weird. Like, they make it, they give you this weird sense of, like, choice, which I don't know if, like, the paradox of choice is something you guys, like, have talked a lot about or heard a lot about. But basically, it's like, if you have too many choices, it's less fun for you. Like, you oh, want to sure. have less choices. Fewer choices make it easier to make a decision. Yeah. And these, I kind of feel like that about these random guys. Yeah. Like, you don't want to have too many things to choose between or else between are you going to be like disappointed with your choice that's how i feel about these random dice so what's um, the difference it's like different numbers right yeah so like if you're playing as daisy i think you can play as a dice that has like four fours and a seven or something like that that's like not why, correct though? but like but yeah, yeah it's but just really random that creates and then it kind of makes it so you can't play your favorite character because they have terrible alternative dice so <laughs> It's just and you're it's, not playing it's, for who you you're playing for who has the most the least dice. Yeah, it's a bad addition, I'd say. Yeah. Um in my opinion, maybe some people love it. The other thing, Aaron and I spent a lot of time with Michael and Megan again playing the cooperative version. It's mm-hmm. so repetitive. There's like six There's different like co-op four games. Four total mini games. And you have to play them over and over and over to actually beat the co-op version. So you have to play the same games over and over to, like, unlock your gem or whatever is the shtick for the Super Mario Party. It's frustrating. Um, You know, and the fact that I know that this game has bad minigames in it is because my favorite minigame in this game is the one where you slowly hand balls to each other. (laughs) It's like there's four of you lined up. And one person, each person has a basket in front of them that has like a basketball or a soccer ball or a volleyball or a baseball. And one person receives in their hand and it's a soccer ball. And you have to slowly pass it hand to hand to get to the person who has the correct basket. That's the whole mini game is you just gently hand the ball to the person next to you. And that was the most fun one. awesome to me. I love that one. (laughs) Oh yeah gosh. um this game actually only has 80 total mini games which is not a lot Boom. um so it's a little bit frustrating i'm gonna try to wrap up why this game is not good pretty quickly here um there are a couple aspects of it that i do like the, there's a rhythm game aspect of Mar- super mario party which is kind of fun not worth 60 dollars fun but still fun <laughs> true um, and I do like the ally aspect of things where you can land on an ally board board and just like have a different character follow you around on you the board. You just get like a little homie. Yeah, which is fun. Um, but it does kind of stink because then they also roll a dice. So you can't really plan out your dice because you always are getting either a one or two added to your dice roll. So if you're like, you have a special die that's like, okay, I'm trying to go exactly three spaces. It doesn't really matter because your little buddy's going to mess it up for you. So so annoying. Um, this game is now, you can buy it pretty much for only $40 or $50 now. Um, it's not $60 like it was when I originally bought it. But I still don't think it's worth the money. Um, and I would not recommend Super Mario Party. Boo. Remember Thumbs that title. Down. That specific Party. title. As being bad. 
as being bad. <laughs> okay, so I have a game that is also from a beloved, long-standing franchise, which is Pokemon. Yes, Ooh, love Pokemon. Yeah. I believe that Pokemon is technically not owned by Nintendo, the IP. It's technically owned by Game Freak is the company. However, yeah. Nintendo is the only distributor of anything Pokemon. Oh. So... Oh, it's. I didn't know that. I I could be a little bit wrong about that. Yeah. I know that there's some. There's Nintendo doesn't make the Pokemon games like how Nintendo makes Legend of Zelda or Mario. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I first got a Switch, I was really excited. You know, they have they had a lot of titles that I wanted to try, and I fell into the horrible, horrible trap of Let's Go Eevee. <laughs> Let's Go Eevee. Yeah. So there's two games that are identical, basically, except for one is Let's Go Pikachu and one is Let's Go Eevee. And I am an Eevee, Eeveelution stan. Um, who isn't? It's Umbreon awesome. stan. Yeah, Josie. Yeah, Josie I have a coworker Lynn. who has a tattoo of Umbreon. Wow. He's all of I, her. Well, I know he loves Pokemon, and I said, "Oh, who's your favorite?" And he showed me his. And he said, tattoo. "Check it." And I was like, "That's awesome." That answers that question. All of yeah. Josie's usernames growing up were like Umbreon sixty nine twenty. I had a Pokemon <laughs> fan page on Instagram that had like two thousand followers, and That's it was true. Umbreon themed. It was, and I was like eight. Also, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the internet. Um. But yeah, essentially, Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu are the same game. Uh, they're pretty standard Pokemon games, story-wise. And they're actually clones of two of the really old Pokemon games, uh, story and character and dialogue-wise. Um, it's They're clones of Leaf Green and Fire Red. I don't know which one they're... they're... So the way Pokemon games work is they usually come out in like sets of two or three where they're basically the same game, but they have some differences yeah. in characters and some, some differences, differences in, in like Pokemons Pokemon. and like the legendary Pokemon in the game. So and like, different. for example, Sword and Shield are their sister games. They're not exactly the same, but they're really similar. Um, Leaf Green and Fire Red were two of the, I think two of the original ones. I Don't quote me on that though. They're really old. Um, and yeah, they're we're fake gamer girls for a reason. Don't quote yeah, us on anything. Don't quote us on anything. <laughs> yeah, um, pretty much. But we so, don't know what we're talking about. We don't play games. So. Yeah. I well, hate so, games. And with Pokemon, basically what you do is you battle these wild Pokemon in the wild, you know. And you get to choose a starter Pokemon in every game out of three, you know, with like the original is uh, Squirtle, Bulbasaur, Charizard, or not, or Charmander. Um and you get to choose. But they took away the starter Pokemon choice. And they essentially said, what if they don't get to choose? And the only way to choose was to buy a totally separate, also 60 game. They said, you can have Pikachu or Eevee, but you have to buy a different game if you want to try both. They also said, instead of battling wild Pokemon to catch them, we're going to just make you use the Switch's weird motion controls to throw Pokeballs at them. So if anyone has played uh, Pokemon Go, it's like when you're catching a Pokemon in Pokemon Go, you just flick a Pokeball at the Pokemon and you either catch it or you don't. That's totally different from normal standard Pokemon games because traditionally you have to battle the Pokemon, the wild Pokemon, hurt them a little bit, get their health low enough that you can trap them in the ball. Um, so they took the mechanic from 
Pokemon Go and put it in a real video game. And it is so boring and so repetitive. You run into a wild Pokemon and then you flick the Joy-Con at it. And you either catch it or you don't. Fun, right? (laughs) Can you you use the Pokemon? Yeah, so, and there are Pokemon battles against, like, NPCs. But it's just, it's, my problem with Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu was basically that you are so, it's so repetitive and so boring to the point where you're, I was, like, avoiding Pokemon because I didn't want to flick nine Pokeballs at them. You know, so you can use the Pokemon in battles against people, but like those aren't, that's only when you're like in a town or something. And so I was like trying to sprint through the woods so that I wouldn't have to do this stupid flicking the Pokeball with the Joy-Con. And it also, similar to the Mario Party thing, it requires you to play with one Joy-Con only. You hold it normally like you would hold one Joy-Con, but you just can only have one. And so it's such a weird feeling to be playing a video game with one tiny controller that you're just holding in one hand. And and also, here's my final beef with Let's Go Eevee. Eevee is the coolest Pokemon because Eevee is like one is has the most evolutions out of any Pokemon, right? Like And explain what an evolution is to those of us who maybe you're not familiar with Pokemon. Yeah. So when you get a Pokemon, it's you know usually in its first form. Uh, some Pokemon stay that way. Some Pokemon can change and evolve into a second form, which is usually a stronger, bigger version. And some can evolve into a third form. Um, so like uh, like Charmander, for example, starts as like a little fire lizard, then turns into Charmeleon, slightly fire lizard. Charmander, Charmeleon, and then Charizard is like a giant fire dragon. So it's like you want to evolve your Pokemon because it makes them stronger and generally more cool looking. But Eevee is cool because Eevee has uh, like, what, six, seven different options for evolution that have different elements. Like there's a fire one, ice, water, fairy, you know, all this stuff. But in Let's Go Eevee, your Eevee can never evolve. Huh. So I'm like, what? people don't like What's Eevee. What's the point of having Eevee? Uh, yeah, exactly. People don't like Eevee because Eevee is cool. People I mean, like she Eevee. is cute. She's fine. She's just like a little fox, like dog fox thing. Yeah. Like, but obviously I want an Eevee so that I can have a psychic power cat later. That's awesome. Yeah, Who's pink. that's like, true. That's insane. But. In this game, and I didn't realize that until I was like halfway through. I was like, holy frick, when is it going to let me evolve my Eevee? Never. The answer is never. <laughs> um, there's one thing I have to give credit to, Let's Go Eevee, is that you can put little outfits on your Eevee. Okay, so I was going to say, I watched <laughs> you play Let's Go Eevee, and I thought it was mostly a dress-up game, if I'm being honest. <laughs> okay, well, that probably has more to do with me than the game. I was like, oh, yeah, Let's Go Eevee, the dress-up Pokemon game. Okay, you know what? And awesome. that would be fun. And that's kind of what I turned it into, because I would go do battles, and then they give you money when you do battles, and I would immediately find the nearest clothing that's, store and buy myself much- and my eevee in matching outfit because i didn't <laughs> want to do anything else in the game because it was boring that's pretty much what i do in every pokemon game though i spend all of my money at the clothing store but you can't usually dress up the pokemon yeah that's it's true. usually just yourself i mean it's still awesome but you know but yeah let's go eevee and let's go personally i haven't played let's go pikachu but i know they're exactly the same <laughs> wouldn't recommend either not worth the 60 dollar price tag 
Okay. Rest in peace, TV, I guess. RIP my Espeon that I never got. Oh, no. Would that be your choice, Espeon? It would be Espeon or Umbreon, probably. Like the emo girl cats? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, my game of saying it is not worth the price is a game I actually really like. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> unlike is, the rest of us which is um called arms just arms a- it, yeah A-R-M-S. arms like the body part <laughs> and it's in all caps by the way obviously um, hmm. it's a game called arms and it's for the switch and it was one of like the first games that was like released with the switch and it was new it's not like a uh like franchise i guess it doesn't come with like other games and there's no like past games with it. There's no yeah, there's, lore. There's no lore. There's, there's, there's lore in the game, but I don't know. Yeah, if Josie's talking about it, there's lore. Yeah, why would I like anything that doesn't have extensive lore? <laughs> <laughs> so, Arms is a fighting game, and basically it's called Arms because you're these people. Who have insanely long arms. Like special magical arms. And they're like springs. Like they they like punch out super far and they spring back. And the main the main character's name is like Spring Man. (laughs) Captain Arms is his name. It's seriously like Spring Man or something. And then the main girl's name is Ribbon Girl, and she's got ribbon arms, and they look Obviously. like three. Do you think when they were coming up with this concept, they were just coked out? Like, yeah, you- okay, his name is Spring Man. <laughs> wow, you are not even exaggerating. His name is literally his Spring Man. His name is Spring Man, and then the girl's name is Ribbon Girl, and she's like a pop star because girls like to sing and dance. Obviously. Obviously. And, Obviously. Likes, and boy like to work out and punch. Boy like yeah. punch, girl like yes, song. Yes. And then the other girl Famously. is Twintel, and she is the also famous because she's an actress. Oh, so, which obviously. is what's the other thing. There's that more characters than that. Yeah, I know. But those were like some of the original ones. I um, see. There's Min Min, which is Chinese girl. That's she's like, like ramen themed, right? Ramen girl, yeah. It's like is she Chinese or Japanese? She's Chinese, I'm pretty sure. Why is she ramen themed then? I don't know. <laughs> Plot hole. I don't know. It's a <laughs> little weird. Uh, um, it's just a fighting game where you have really long arms, though. Isn't Min Min in Super Smash Bros. now? Um, there everyone in Arms is in the game, I think. In Super Smash Bros. Yeah. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Or I think it's like Spring Man is in Smash Bros. And he might have different skins. The skins are the different characters. That are characters. different people. Sure. I'm I always sure. get arms mixed up with Splatoon. They totally are not different. similar at all. But the colors has seem similar to me. One has gun, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not and arms. Two. Okay, we'll continue with your presentation. Okay, okay. <laughs> basically it's a fighting game you're these people with really long arms nobody has any unique attributes or unique fighting styles like ultimate moves right no they're all the same oh it's the same exact ultimate move you just get to punch really hard (laughs) (laughs) um my ultimate move is hard has normal arms actually and her punchers is her hair it's her hair right yeah her special thing but it doesn't change the way she fights or moves at all. Uh, the only thing that people have that's unique is like how they double jump. <laughs> that's it. 
Yeah, Twintel, like, can make time move slower around her for, like, two seconds, so it's really not useful. Uh, it's just Rip for the Girl aesthetic. Triple jump. I think Min Min can, like, dodge faster. It's all, like, very mundane things that don't really affect the gameplay. Sure. Um, at least you look good, though. Like, they're all cool looking. They're very cool. I like the character design. They're, it's good character design, yeah. And, and, like, you can, like, go buy the concept art and stuff in the game store. And it's, like, with, like, in-game currency. And that's always fun for me. But, um, basically, it's just a fighting game and you punch each other. And it's really not it's like that boxing, basically. It's, yeah, it's boxing. It's not very interesting. You can play it with other people. But if you don't have to, um like sets of controllers you have to do the sideways joy con thing again which sucks i thought it was motion controlled like you punch like you swing and punch uh it can be i think i feel like that's how i tried it and i was like this game is absolutely bonkers no i like to play the air i just like to play it with the with buttons buttons. but you can do motion control i'm pretty sure i remember being like (laughs) 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 um yeah so it's i it's like weird how much I like that game for how like simple it is. Sure. But there are several people in my life who I've had like stay with me for a weekend and every single one of them had to like beg me to stop making them play arms with them. <laughs> <laughs> so like, why is it not worth it if you love it so much? It's not worth $60 is what I'm saying. It's just not like, does this make sense? There's not it's any, there's not enough I like content. Playing, but I would not pay $60 for it. Sure. Because like, it's you didn't... just a fighting game where you punch people. And I think it's fun to play with other people. I would never play that game on my own. Like, sure. But I don't know. It's, it's just... not a bad game. It just doesn't have very much content in it. Yeah, like, there's... it's not a bad game. It's just not worth $60. It's like a $20 game. Yeah, it's probably like $20, $30. Nintendo, take it's notes. It's cheaper now, but I don't know. It was just like... I love this game, and it's fun, but it's not $60, you know? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. I wonder if they'll continue, like if they'll make it a sequel or anything. Since I don't it's... think it did very well. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it wasn't... I don't think it was very popular I, I don't think it all. did very well because it wasn't... There's just not enough it sure it's just punchy fighting game you could just do uh wii sports boxing yeah exactly yeah. wii sports is awesome same Places idea smash bros instead yeah exactly love it okay so let's move on to some games that are worth the price so 60 smackaroonies um i am going to talk about the alter ego to super mario party <laughs> <laughs> Which is Mario Party Superstars. All right. Obviously a very different game. Obviously <laughs> by the title, you can tell. Yeah, so just try to keep that in mind. Super Mario Party equals bad. Equals bad. Ma- Mario Party Superstars equals good. good. Okay. I'm sure that's very easy for everyone. So I wanted to kind of compare these two a little bit and talk about why I think Mario Party Superstars actually is worth the price. So Mario Party Superstars has an interesting concept because basically, I mean, each of the Mario Parties comes with a story about why they're going after stars or whatever. Um, And they have just different various things. The Mario Party Superstars, the newest one for the Switch, has an interesting premise because basically... 
what the premise is is that in past times or past games you helped different boards or people get stars and now they need you to do it again so basically this is just the retro um, revitalization of old mario party games that they're bringing that they kind of what is it called when you bring it to a new console um, remastered yeah they remastered it sort of so, yeah so this one's actually <laughs> yeah, kinda. yeah they kind of did it it's a little bit different but this one's actually really fun for people like me who played old mario party games and loved the older ones a lot more than super mario party um which reason, was trash by the way in case which was by the way trash <laughs> I don't know if you remember that game is bad but this one has a lot of interesting things about it for one they have taken away the need to just have one joy con you can have a pro controller you can have two joy cons you can play with the controllers that people actually like to play with on this one which makes it way better i think um and this one has a hundred mini games that are the best of the best from all the previous uh, Mario Party games. So you know that the mini games are going to be super fun because they've brought favorites back from the other ones. Um, so this game's actually interesting because it doesn't have, as far as I can tell, as far as I know, I don't think they have any new mini games that are just for this game. Yeah, I don't think so. So super fun. Um, this one also has five boards. They're classic boards that all come from Mario Party 1 through 3. Um, and they have them leveled from easiest to hardest. Um, but I think they're all fun. I think the easy one is just as fun as the hard one. So, um, And it's cool. I never played Mario Party 1 through 3, as we mentioned. But, I mean, it's been cool to see the old boards um, on the Switch. And they actually show pictures of the graphics from the... Mm -hmm, like a comparison. <laughs> yeah, and it's actually really interesting to see like how far they've come and how different like, it looks. Fully <laughs> triangular. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no curves. What? Not a curve oh, inside. No. Not a curve inside. <laughs> they hadn't invented rounded edges yet. Yeah, but... <laughs> um, I think that this one, they did a better job. They cut out all the BS from super mario party and they just made it a simple game without um all of the fluff um so the main page is super simple and clear um and you can do a mario party which is the board game version or you can play different versions of the mini games they don't have like weird co-op versions or different things like that they just have a straightforward game with the best of the best from the old games um Super fun. I really enjoyed it whenever I played it. Um, I do say, I will say, I wish that they had like different mini game battles like they had in past uh, Mario parties where you can do different versions of mini game battles with your friends. They don't really have that in this version, but sure. I think that's a minor setback for okay. how good the game actually is. Well, and I think that's the nature of this kind of game where they're taking, you know, they, they are compiling mini games from all the games. Inevitably, some really good ones are going to get left out, you know? For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it honestly, I think it was a good marketing strategy by Nintendo as well, because I was like, oh my gosh, they don't have this one game for Mario Party 6. I have to just go find Mario Party 6, you know, like, <laughs> you know. Did you actually buy it? No, it's so expensive. GameCube games are so expensive yeah, right GameCube now. Yeah, GameCube games are pricey. So, but it, like, it did fill a little bit of that hole for me of like, okay, I can't buy all of these Mario Party games from for the GameCube where I will go broke. 
but I can play a lot of my favorite mini games on the Switch version now, which is super fun. Yeah. Um, and they don't have the weird dice. They don't have they don't have the allies, which I do miss. But um, I would say that for a party game, especially if you have like having friends over to play video games or just having people over, I'd say this one is well worth the sixty dollar price tag. So just keep that in mind. Mario Party Superstars is good. Is good. <laughs> awesome. Superstars good. Superstars equals good. Super equals bad. <laughs> That's not okay. confusing at all. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, super fun. I love to play it with friends. I would definitely recommend. Nice. Yeah. I. Sounds I mean, we've played fun. it together. I was glad you bought it because then I didn't have to. Yeah. Next time you we'll visit us, to... yeah, let me play with you guys. Um, no, you can also you play, play online. online. I won't. <laughs> um, okay, so my worth it game is actually a, it's a slightly older release, uh, Luigi's Mansion Three. So I am a Luigi's Mansion fan girl. I am a Luigi's Mansion fan girl. I believe Luigi's Mansion was like the first game Samantha and I got. Yeah. For our, GameCube when we were like little, little. One of the first. That's a scary game. Why yes. Ter- well, it, so Luigi's and we never Mansion, beat it until we were way older. Because <laughs> it was way too scary. It's but, scary. Uh, <laughs> no, so Luigi's Mansion has a really interesting history. It was the only day of release game that came out with the GameCube. That was it. Like, for Nintendo games. There was no Mario game that came out with the GameCube, and people were like, you are crazy for not doing a Mario game. But Nintendo was like, no, we're getting freaky with Luigi's Mansion. (laughs) And it did pretty well, honestly. And then there's a second game that came out for the 3DS that did okay. And then I think this third game actually did the best out of all three. Uh, It's for So the premise of Luigi's Mansion, essentially, is you play as Luigi, Mario's green brother, uh, who is kind of a bumbling idiot and whoa, 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 a coward? Rude. Yeah. And, hey, this it would say this on his wiki page if you looked oh. it up. I don't think I'm, it's a bumbling idiot on his it, wiki page. It might as well. <laughs> Luigi is famously kind of incapable, and that's not. You know what? Me too. So, <laughs> so leave him alone. But the first Luigi's Mansion, uh, essentially, Mario gets kidnapped and is being held in this terrifying mansion and luigi has to go and battle ghosts and save his brother um and And what's the weird guy's name professor e gad Mm. is introduced in this series uh, and he he appears in in... yeah so he is in the new one he's in all three and he is uh he's he's pretty much like a character in the series now he appears in a few other titles uh, but he's like that little bald guy that has one tuft of hair and like spiral glasses. Um, the second scary. one is, I believe the second one is like a bigger mansion. Uh, and Luigi is tricked into going there and something like that. I didn't, I only, I played the second one years ago and it wasn't, I think it was the worst of the three. Um, Luigi's Mansion 3 though begins. Luigi, Mario, Peach, and Luigi's dog Polter pup, who is a ghost dog that he gets in the second game. Long story. Um, nice. Luigi, Peach, Mario, and some toads and Polter pup receive a letter that says, "Please come to this awesome, all-inclusive resort 
that is awesome and we love you please come and they say don't mind if we do obviously get, get in a little car and hustle their little booties over to the hotel that Wait, has- daisy's not in it no daisy's not in it well i thought daisy was his girlfriend that's kind of effed up i don't think that's canon it's um, canon in my heart though true well so luigi has a, he has a plus one it's the polter pup what's wrong with you <laughs> All right. So they go and they get there and then all of a sudden, oh no, turns out it was all a plot by King Boo and his ghost henchmen no. to, to get Mario and get them. And there's big... But they don't want Luigi. Why, yeah, why is well, it always about Mario? Listen to Luigi. me. If, there's, there's lore if I'm here, kidnapping anyone, I'm kidnapping Luigi. Well, that's <laughs> dumb because Luigi is famously incapable. Exactly. So it's easier to kidnap him. Yeah. Okay, you go think on. think so, but basically what happens is everyone gets kidnapped in the night and Luigi narrowly escapes. Because uh, so, he's capable. Slay Luigi! Slay Luigi! Against all odds, Slay Luigi pulled it through this time. <laughs> and so uh, Professor Egad is like, heads up, I'm in the basement, by the way. Come here! He says, I just follow you guys around. Yeah, really though. He go, you go. He gives you a Ghostbusters vacuum situation, um, and you're in this hotel. And I think it has thirteen floors. It's either thirteen or seventeen. Thirteen seems like it makes more sense, but I think it's more than thirteen. <laughs> uh, but the best thing about this game is the environments are so fun and so immersive. So like every single floor of the hotel is completely themed, and there's a different boss battle that you get uh, on every single floor so like one floor is themed like a shopping mall and you get to go in the stores and there's ghosts in the stores and one theme is or one uh floor is themed like a movie set and you have to fight this director ghost or you know there's like a sewer floor like it's all it's super fun ingenious theming like the overall experience of the world is so fun and so immersive um, there's also a new aspect to this game, and it is called Gooigi. I was hoping Gooigi! you were going to talk about Gooigi. Gooigi, G O O I G I. Amazing. Is, that's actually like the canon name, isn't it? Like, yeah, in the game, yes. In the game, he says, Hello, I am Gooigi. He can't <laughs> so talk. Awesome, dude. He can't talk, so he doesn't say that. But Professor Egad, like, I hooked you up with a homie. His name's Gooigi. And Luigi's like, This is normal. Um, <laughs> I feel like he would be like, oh, okay. He's so like, I'm creeped out by this. Yeah, so you get your Ghostbusters backpack that's just a vacuum, basically. Um, different capabilities, so it can uh, suck air or blow air, uh, and you can use that to interact with the world and the ghosts. It has a big flashlight that, like, strobe lights and stuns the ghosts, so you can catch them. It has a black light, so you can find hidden objects. And then it has this goo canister. And when you activate the goo canister, you unleash Gooigi, who is just Luigi if he was made out of semi-transparent green goo. And yeah. he basically, uh, Gooigi has, like, special abilities. He can go through, like, grates and holes in the floor. And, like, if there's, like, spikes on the floor, he can walk right through them to not take any damage. Um, but he has some drawbacks. Like, he can't jump, I don't think. Maybe Luigi can't jump either. I don't think Luigi can jump. Luigi doesn't have a canister, though. He can't suck or blow air or anything. 
and he dies if he touches water. So no, no. I mean, he doesn't like die. He just goes back into a little backpack. But it's super fun because it requires you to solve these puzzles in like an interesting way where you'll show up as Luigi and you'll be like, okay, I can't get through here. Where can Luigi fit through? And then Luigi will go so far and he'll say, okay, here's a lever. I can pull this lever and let OG Luigi come through. So I thought the puzzles in this game were genuinely really fun. I, I probably beat this game in like three days. It came out on Halloween and I was probably done with it by like November 3rd because I just thought it was so fun. I thought, yeah, I thought the story was great. And then one other thing that was really, really fun about it is you have the world. They did a super good job of making literally every single thing in this hotel interactive. You can suck up literally every single trinket on the table into your dumb little vacuum and launch it across the room if you want to. Like, I would spend 10 minutes in one single room sucking up all the curtains and all the flowers just because I could. And it was hilarious looking. And Luigi also introduces sort of this uh two-player mode it's not exactly a two-player mode but it kind of is because you know Gooich is not always useful in every situation so it's not like you can play super two-player the whole game but it is pretty fun so luigi's uh, mansion three oh yeah go ahead it's like uh what is it super mario galaxy where someone can just be the cursor yeah it's definitely more fun than that than just (laughs) wiggling around and grabbing Grabbing star star bits or whatever funny that they tried to be like it's two player welcome to two player where one person is mario and the other person is the cursor is the reticle let's think of some other luigi's for that we can pitch to nintendo i'm thinking blueigi luigi but blue oh interesting at waluigi luigi but evil (laughs) hey that's a good one we 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 should we should pitch i'm writing that down okay um Um, shoeigi luigi but he shoes. already wears shoes, though. Oh, my no, gosh. He's... Boo, Luigi, and it's go. <gasps> oh, that's oh, actually good, though. Okay, Luigi's Mansion 4. There is supposed to be another one. Oh, my gosh. That's in production. Oh, my gosh. Right. Nintendo, if you use Boo, Luigi, we expect our that's royalty check. My idea. We expect a royalty <laughs> check to fake, make it yeah. out to fake Gamer Girls pod. Please. Um, <laughs> yeah, Luigi's Mansion 3, I would highly recommend. I thought it was well worth the $60 price tag. Awesome. Yeah. Woo-woo. So... Um, my game that was worth it is very, I mean, I'm sure like a lot of people play it. It's, it's Breath of the Wild. Which Never is, heard of it. I don't even know what that is, actually. I just looked up. Uh, <laughs> Good games. Game $60. <laughs> but yeah, so it's Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And I really like Zelda games. I'm not good at them, but I really like them. And um, my favorite Zelda game is Wind Waker. Oh, yeah. Which is I... probably... I don't know. It's like pretty similar, I feel like. I think we can all agree that Wind Waker is our favorite. It's the best one. There there is like a, you know, a lot of people theorize that your favorite Legend of Zelda game is always the one you grew up with, which yeah, is kind is. of true for us. But it also it also we holds grew up the best. with all of them. Yeah, but we played Wind Waker the most for sure. I yeah. only ever played Wind Waker. It was very fun. It's just a good game. But um, I really liked how open the world in Wind Waker was. And that's not sure. to say the world wasn't open in the other games, but I just remember it being open because I remember it the best. Well, it had this cool new mechanic of the boat. You can travel between has, yeah. islands. The ocean was huge. You know. Yeah. and um, I'm sure if we played Breath it now, wild... it would feel insanely tiny. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> Breath of the Wild is also like super open, but you're on land. 
and it's like this huge map and i like open world games i like being able to run around and do whatever the frick i want and Mm -hmm. maybe occasionally follow the story if i get bored (laughs) but basically you can just go and unlock parts of the map and then go fight bad guys and sometimes you come across really scary bad guys who kill you Mm -hmm. and it's like a jump scare and it's funny and i like it there's a sexy fish man. There's a sexy fish man. Oh, There's a Prince sexy bird Sion. man. There is. Uh, you think Carvalho sexy... is sexy? No, I think there's the other one who helps you get onto oh, the, the one bird. who the one who isn't dead. Spoiler. Yeah. Um. I there's like a there's just like a whole city of like big sexy ladies. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And like, they kick the you out. Thing is you, you have, have to, to pretend to be a lady because Link is like kind of feminine. In. Link. Link is like very genderless looking, like very androgynous. So it's like you literally when you just see put him on... in the Gerudo outfit. You can't you just argue put with on that. yeah, you put on girl clothes and you go into the city and they're like, oh yeah, you're a they're lady. like welcome lady. Yeah, and <laughs> you're like, they're like this is I, fine. Yeah, what yeah. I'm hearing is that this game is worth it because of how sexy it is. It is. <laughs> it's <laughs> it is it is sexy, and I think that's all I need to say. <laughs> Great. Uh, thanks for. Jo- I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you just are a link, and you wake up, and basically this voice is like, "Link, you have to come save me," and you're like, "Okay, who is that?" I have one huge beef with Breath of the Wild. Breath of the oh, Wild what? is up there with one of my top three favorite games of all time. I love Breath of the Wild. I loved every second of it. The actress who plays Zelda, her voice <laughs> sounds like this the whole game. I'm Zelda. And I was like, what the F? Why does her voice sound it's so pretty strange? Weird. I Googled it. Obi-Wan she's, Kenobi. But she's an American actress. They hired an American actress to do a bad British accent for a character that's originally Japanese. I was like... <laughs> So it pisses me oh, when she talks. God, she's like, so the blood moon rises again. And I was like, it's Shut pretty up. weird. It's oh like not good. I don't know so, why they were like, this is it. No. <laughs> 10 out of 10 game, minus 0.5 points for Zelda's voice actor. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're totally good. And there's a lot of stuff you can do with it. You can follow the story. And every Zelda game has dungeons, which are basically, like, boss levels, boss puzzles. And there's, like, four main ones, and they're, like, big, scary robot animals that you have to, like, defeat. And it's awesome and scary. Um, And then you can go around and you can unlock these little shrines, which are just mini puzzles. Or you can be like me, and every time you see a horse, you have to tame it. Me too. And then you have like 14 new horses every time you play and they're all named something like um Yeah, you get to name them. Yeah, they're all named something like Stinky Poop Fart or Mine like was, my favorite horse was named spam. Lizard. That's Lizard. Mine was literally just like letters. And I was like, this is my my boy. Like This right is here. my son. Yeah, I was like, I love him so much. And his name was just like numbers. His name letters. is <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, it. so there's a lot you can do and you can go around and you can like get new weapons. I liked collecting weapons and like throwing out the dookie ones. Um, and you can fight people and there are some enemies that are super weak and lame, but most of them are like actually terrifying in that game. Yeah. 
Like they're like minotaurs and they are the scariest things ever. Yeah, there's some bad boys in there. And sometimes if you're like traveling in certain areas, like at night, dragons will show up. Ooh. But they don't attack you. They just kind of fly it's around. So and you they can like chilling. You can like hit them and get their scales as items or something. Uh right. yeah, you can. You can like hit them and get like weird fragments off of them and they're like really expensive or like they sell they're worth like a ton of money my experience with the dragons in that game is that i saw them and i thought oh my gosh i'm gonna try and ride it i also did that jumped off a cliff flew on my glider tried to land on it you can't land on them fell to my death you can't land on them (laughs) they literally just hurt you if you land on them yeah if you fall into a ravine and die and it's (laughs) Pro tip, don't try to land on the dragons in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, uh, or if you're like me, you can see how far you can push the stamina limits and just try <laughs> to climb up cliffs and, like, see how far you can get up without... No, dying. yeah. They did a really great thing in that game with introducing the climbing mechanic because any surface that's not horizontal, you can climb. Um, sort of. <laughs> yeah, but you have, like, a certain amount of, like, climbing juice. And if you lose it, then you fall and die, which I probably spent most of my time in the game doing was falling and dying. There's a lot of climbing going on in that game. But yeah, Breath of the Wild, great game. I agree. Yeah, that is my worth it. Uh, I could like go into depth about it like another time. But for now, I'm just going to say it's very fun. Very fun. Uh, If you You have do whatever you want, where have you been? And also the sequel is coming out later this year. So get excited. Yeah, you can do whatever you want, and, and I appreciate that about a game. Yeah, that's all we have for today. Nintendo games, $60, worth it, not worth it. I hope you learned some valuable lessons from us before we go. <laughs> Sam, what are you playing right now? I am playing Life is Strange True Colors. Really? Nice. How is that? I actually have really enjoyed it so far. I never it's played really that one. Yeah, that one was also $60. I'll keep you guys updated if it was oh, worth it or not. So far, I've enjoyed it. I love it. Uh, I'm playing Danganronpa 2. I took a long break from it, was playing other things, and now I'm back on uh, it. She keeps texting me live updates. Or yeah, because Josie loves like, it. She'll text me and be like, this person definitely did it, and it's like completely wrong. So I'm, I'm, just, a, I'm yeah. usually close. Come on. <laughs> Don't, it's, you solve the murders, and I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, you're, you're pretty good at it. I feel like <laughs> I would just had no guesses ever, and I was just like, oh, okay, whenever I found out. <laughs> <laughs> oh sweet um i'm still Sound playing it. i'm still playing pokemon legends arceus i have not finished that one yet either that's pretty much what i'm doing right now uh who is your starter for that uh cyndaquil 100 always mm, loves cyndaquil he is the best starter in the whole series wow wow i love him man. cyndaquil and snivy I do love Snivy. I chose Rowlet. Um, I, was, I would have chosen a language Rowlet I don't understand. <laughs> Pokemon. Rowlet, Rowlet is like one is one of the best starters. Rowlet's a little baddie. Um, okay, that's one. Oshawa. It's no, it's um freaking yeah, it's Oshawa. He was cringe. I like Oshawa, but I don't He's like his evolution. Okay, yeah. anyway. anyways, anyways. <laughs> Stay cool, gamers. Stay cool. Stay um, cool. Remember, Luigi cool. was our idea. Luigi, you heard Booigi, it here first. TM, TM. Luigi <laughs> game for <Okay>. life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. 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 <laughs>